Previously, on Chosen Ones. Our sparks take battle positions on the ghost ship with four as the Jabber Siren erupts from the water, Aviath and Chewie looking notably injured from their previous fights. Sensing them to be in great danger, Aviath transforms, taking off his helmet to showcase his abilities as a Scourge Asthma. It doesn't last for long, however, as both him and Chewie are knocked unconscious from the Jabber's attacks. Theo heals Aviath, who manages to heal Chewie as well, as water washes over the boat and drags Brandy out into the sea. The now conscious Chewie is also taken underwater, the Jabber grabbing him and diving under it as it hums its strange song. The rest of the party holds their breath with Chewie as he manages to escape her grasp and resurface, swimming back onto the boat. Brandy dives under the water to deliver another blow before he too manages to get to safety. The siren lets out an anguish cry, and both Chewie and Aviath go down once more. Theo quickly heals Chewie, knowing he won't be able to fight back if she tries to grab him again, and Chewie rushes to Aviath's aid. With the last of his strength, Aviath delivers the finishing blow to the Jabber, and she dissipates in a blinding burst of radiant energy. Their victory is short-lived, however, as Thor informs them that she reforms every night, which is the reason her and her crew have stayed out on this part of the ocean. She assures them that if they would have died on her boat, she would have been able to resurrect them with the corpse blade she possesses. The ghost ship captain gathers her skeleton crew back onto the boat, and Brandy asks them some questions, learning that they are there of their own free will, and that they have Fisk on the ship, the spirit of the child Dashi was accused of murdering. Hiroku calls him out onto the dock, and after some debate back and forth, they decide to try and allow Fisk to go to the trial to clear Dashi's name. So you guys are heading back now to the shore after this on the boat that you stole. I'm borrowed. I don't think Vyth has anything in particular to say, but it, because he's like bleeding from head to toe and he's just kind of hunched forward and there's no like light coming from his eyes anymore, he just kind of looks dead. <laughs> <laughs> after a while of Theo patching Brandy up, I don't know how long it takes to get to shore. How long does it take to get to shore? I think it was like a couple hours. God, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Theo, after patching Brandy up, would go to Aviath and be like, Aviath, hmm? are you okay? Oh, ooh, I'm, I'm perfectly have... fine. Uh, it's just, I don't know, <laughs> you're all slumped like that. I was afraid for a moment. Oh no, I'm just quite exhausted. I, uh, yeah, me too. I, uh, but if you, if you would like any healing, I still have some... Maybe save it in case we have another encounter. Okay, uh... Everyone roll initiative! No, I'm not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> ah! If you're sure, but... Gosh, um... I'm certain. It's always good to be prepared. Okay. Yeah, he'll sit back down with Brandy. And you're okay too, Shui? Yeah. Uh, Shui, you wanna roll a perception check for me? Don't... No? Okay, I will <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I rolled a nat one. Never mind. <laughs> I can't justify anything with a nat one. Never mind. Theo gives him a, uh, 
a worried smile in response because he is he does still his look eyes beat cross up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what he was trying to perceive but he does not <laughs> and <laughs> yeah with his that one but anyway so hey, Theo, you know, why are the like, two of you <laughs> just if any of you need anything please let me know oh, he's lost all the blood in his head why are there four of you which one no, of you is the real Theo? Shoey! You'll patch Shoey up. <laughs> Theo, when did you learn to cast mirror image? No. <laughs> he'll, he'll use like bandages to patch Shoey up as they go. Thanks, Theo number three. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the other three aren't moving in tandem. No. <laughs> <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to die. <laughs> I only see one, Theo. Where's the other three? Guys, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. Is there supposed to be more than one Theo? No. This is, this is when the multiple Theos from other universes oh my come God. to play. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we might as well play a game while we wait. Um, I spy, and he looks around. Oh, God. Water. Where? You can't. You're wow, not... is it the ocean? <laughs> Avaya, that's not how the game works. What? How does the game work? Uh, well, to my knowledge, you're supposed to say, like, what color the object is that you see? Oh, yes, I'm only supposed to give a hint, that's right. <laughs> that was the hint! I guess a hint would. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, there isn't much around, and it's pitch black out here. So I spy something green and glowing in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up at the clouds. I guess since it's dark, he doesn't see any clouds. I spy a necromancer, looks to Brandy. <laughs> I spy... I spy a sinner, looks to Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I spy... God. A rock. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 It falls onto the boat. After a minute of silence, it just suddenly (laughs) fucking crash. (laughs) She goes, Chewie's just like, I'm glad we named our ship the Titanic. I think that was a good idea. Uh, That was a good call. Anyway, uh, you guys eventually reach the shore after taking your time and Avaya failing multiple times to start the I Spy game. And uh, put your broken boat back where you found it. It's fine. I'm sure they won't notice. You say that and like and like comedically you like you're like as like part of the mast falls off. <laughs> it's it still sails, it's fine. Does anyone know mending? Nope. Paladins can't use cantrips. Sure can't. Oh. It'll be fine. Nobody will notice. Yeah, I'm sure they know mending. It's fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Just a little bit of elbow grease will rub that right out. It's fine. Huh. Right. <clears throat> she fell asleep. No, hey, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He dies. <laughs> I Honestly, slap him though. as hard as I can and he dies. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> or you rolled a hit and you miss and the visual is Shuey dodging you while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Then he opens his eyes and he's like, you fool. <laughs> You're already dead. <laughs> what? Then he explodes. 
Okay. So you guys make it back to your hotel now. Yeah. <laughs> we go back to What? You don't want to weave this rich tapestry any further? No. I'm good. Theo's sad because they're all too beat up and tired to do anything else. And yeah. They go to sleep. Yeah, you guys go to sleep at like 6 or 7 a.m. or something. Fuck yeah. Sounds normal for me. Yeah. K.O. K.O. Goliath flops onto the bed and exhausted. I dream about an army of Theo's. God. <laughs> Taking over the nation. <laughs> yeah. and then everything changed when the Theo nation attacked. <laughs> um, actually, hold on. Let me roll something. Uh-oh. Stop. Don't make me dream nightmares. Not me, not me, not me, not me, not me. It'll be Shuey. It's Shuey's arc. It's gotta be Shuey. It's gotta be Shuey. <laughs> uh, actually, hold on. So, Aviath and Shuey, I want you both to just roll straight d20s for me. Ten. Aviath got a nine. Okay, you die. Okay. Um. Yep, so Aviath. Um, <laughs> you die. No, you pass away peacefully <laughs> in your sleep. No. <laughs> you pass away peacefully in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we said to Aviath was, that's not how the fucking game works, Aviath. <laughs> you like, fucking oh. dumbass. Passes away. As Aviath takes his last breath, he's like, Clayton, take me to heaven. <laughs> he's like, I'm too embarrassed about the game. Just let me die. And Clayton's like, you're welcome. No. <laughs> the only, the first the and only thing he hears from his god. <laughs> you're welcome. You are real. <laughs> Dies. Yeah, getting more depressing. Anyway, Aviath, you wake up, uh, but you don't appear to be in your hotel room anymore. Hmm? What's going on? Uh, you appear to be in a black void. Looking around you, there are some white flickering lights in the distance. Well, it seems I've been taken elsewhere. Shui, can you hear me? Are you there? No response. Hmm. Try to take it off his helmet. He hasn't had a long rest. I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then he... There's just a light and that's it, right? Yep, a flickering light. He just tries to stare at it from afar. He's not going to go to it yet. Okay, you can roll a perception check. 17. It appears to be these boxes very far away in the distance with like flickering um, flickering lights coming from them that you wouldn't know that this is what it is, but appears to be static. Um, but you're not sure what that is. You're assuming some kind of magic. Um, and as you're looking at those boxes in the distance, you see a silhouette stand directly in front of them, very tall, about 15 feet tall, just standing in front of that light, uh, seems to be facing your direction. Um, he puts up his shield in front of him, and he's like, um, Who are you? What's going on? You almost died today. I suppose so. It was quite a tough fight. What is it that you desire? What is it that I desire? To become a heroic chosen one. You want to be a chosen one. Yes, I do. You see kind of like these four spidery legs extend out from that silhouette, and one of them raises up and just crashes down on those boxes behind it. And just, you see static kind of spill out from it onto the ground. 
What are you doing? Why would you want that? Because I want the influence to change the world for the better. I want the power to do it. And you think you can do that? I do. I think it's my destiny. Is that your final answer? Yes. Uh, you see again that those screens kind of flicker brighter and brighter um, and seem to envelop the world around you as you very kind of slowly um, get enveloped in it and feel yourself coming to consciousness. Um, but you do hear for a moment, just a moment, as you are starting to wake up. Who are you? And then you wake up. Chewie here's in the middle of sleeping. I'm a virus. <laughs> um, you can roll an insight check actually real fast. He gets an eight. Eight. I would say you cannot read the tone of that creature's voice at all, but you can tell it was not talking to you when it said that. Oh. Okay, well, I guess he just woke up Shui in the middle of the night for nothing. Yeah, yeah. It took him a second to process it. Like, he thought it was talking to him, and then he was like, wait, no. I don't think he was. <laughs> it's like when someone's talking on the phone and you say hello to them back, but then you realize they weren't talking to you. It's like, oh, that's awkward. Oh, uh, wait, does Shui wake up? or If you shouted in the middle of the night. Um... Yeah, I shouted, I am a body in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know how loud a bias can be. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Shui. Um, strange dream, I guess. What? what? Yaya, are you okay? He says like, as he's like rubbing sleep out of his eyes. It's, it may not have been a dream, it felt real, but I was in a different dimension for a bit. Uh, but it looks like I'm okay now. Uh-huh, different. Oh, were you in the moon? Did you see Winona? No, it wasn't that. It was something, something else. Oh. Oh, maybe Kratos visited you. <laughs> you mean Claytor? Oh, yeah, Kratos. <laughs> Please get his name right. He's uh, tired. <laughs> Claytor. I don't think it was a god. It's none, not one that I've heard of. It just had some weird questions to ask, and that was all. So. Oh, sounds like nothing. You should go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Good night. <laughs> sounds like nothing. <laughs> well, to Avaya, that sounds like nothing. <laughs> Shui lays back down and closes his eyes and opens his inner eye. <laughs> Avaya does the same, and then Shui takes five radiant damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys all you guys all sleep through the evening after that, and uh, eventually wake up the next day. Where's the beef? Oh my god! <laughs> Where's the beef? He says a lot more tiredly. Shui's on the phone, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> He's ordering food. I imagine you're doing the thing you were doing before where you're just, you're hitting it over and over again so they can only hear like, what the beef? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they can't get the whole full sentence. Eventually room service would come, uh, mostly just in confusion, not certain, not sure what the hell you're doing. Uh, and they, t they take your order at the door since you can't figure out how to operate the button. <laughs> there wasn't an instruction manual. Yeah, they just assume rich people are here and know what they're doing. What are Brandy and Theo doing? 
Waking up. Wakes up. <clears throat> this is your last day before the trial. Fuck. I feel like I was hit by a wagon last night. You practically were. A ton of water, you know? Yeah, my head's ringing. I had this weird dream that I was in this room with these strange flickering boxes. And no, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. That was not, not you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I'm gonna be sore today. Definitely gonna feel that for a while. Yeah, I... I don't think I did nearly as badly, but it was a lot at once. Yeah, that was a lot of fighting we did last night. Yeah. <sighs> we should probably, uh... Anything else we needed to do in this town? I don't particularly remember. I think we just need to be there for the trial tomorrow. Right. In the meantime... I want to use that fancy bath before we can't anymore, so I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Through the walls you hear, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> you guys do so. Take some nice spa baths, get some beef, and yeah, you have the rest of today to either chill out or skip and move on to the evening. All right, Aviath will search around town for anyone who, I think he'll start with the museum probably and ask for a magic expert because he wants his purple vein thing checked out. <laughs> the doctor. Okay. Yeah. He's going to a doctor. You're kind of looking around, uh, trying to find them. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll investigation, I guess, maybe? Uh. That would make sense, yeah. You're investigating, so. Three. <laughs> you a lot of people just seem really confused by it like you're you you kind of lift your helmet up a little again and show your neck and they're just like oh you should get that checked out like they don't seem to know what it is or how to help you they're just like yeah that looks bad you should get that checked out but they don't have, offer any insight into where and i suppose they don't have the they don't have a spell to contact like any of the mentors or anything so not unless you have sending or anything like that well I guess he's got no way to contact them. In that case, he's gonna waste a bunch of the rest of his day, probably not all day, but a lot of his day, going around, knocking door to door, asking people if they'd like to learn about his lord and savior, Claytor. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> he's trying to convert random ass people. <laughs> Can you like roll this. a d4 for me? <laughs> oh boy. Is this to see if someone kills him? Three. Three? Okay, let me check something. Right, one, two, three. Um, you knock on one of the doors going around here, one of the big fancy, uh, it's a big giant fancy mansion, and when you knock on it, this woman answers. It is the Asmer woman that you saw before outside the potion shop, the one with the eye tattoo on her chest. Oh. Oh, well, <laughs> yep, uh -oh. he begins by saying, hello there, would you like to hear about our lord and savior, Claytor? Uh, she opens the door and seems startled a bit to find someone. Um, knocking on it, looks around both sides and looks at you up and down. Uh, sure. Great. Well then. And then he just starts rambling. I don't know if you want me to do the whole ramble. You don't have to, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she kind of leans a little bit on the on her door, seems to be listening very intently to what you're saying. 
Um, and she's just like, and your church just accepts people? Anyone who wants in? Yes, we're a very welcoming church. We'd be glad to have you. I don't have a god. Really? Well, you know, Claytor's a pretty great god. You should consider. Is that who you're an asthma from? Um, I'm not quite sure about that. You don't know? I was an unusual case. I'm the only asthma I've ever heard of to be born with wings out at all times. Uh, I'm a spark, actually. Oh, me too. Really? Ho oh, ho! What's your spark? She blinks, and when she does, uh, all, all four of the eyes on her face uh, kind of close at different times. Uh, I am the judge of this city. The judge? Oh. You must be an outsider if you don't know what my spark is. Yes, I'm afraid I don't know. Sorry. It's okay. It's nothing too impressive, but it's good for what I do. I... You know the spell Zone of Truth, yes? Yes, I'm familiar with it. I can do it myself, actually. Wonderful. It's something like that, except if you fail, then you have to answer no matter what. You don't get a choice to not answer. Oh, impressive. That is quite useful, actually. It's very particular. It can surpass even magic, such as modify memory or anything like that. I will always get the truth. Always, no matter what, huh? So all you have to do is find the person who knows. Exactly. Well, I'm impressed. My spark is the ability to allow me to levitate. And he begins to levitate, but this time he doesn't just move straight up. He kind of moves back a bit as he levitates as well, and he's a little surprised by this. Huh, it looks like I can move around a little bit more than before. Uh, you would know your wings start flapping. Oh, cool. Oh, bitch. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, that's kind of cool. I think that doesn't look like you're levitating. That just looks like you're flying to me. I... I didn't know I could do this, but... Hey, I guess that's great news. Just taking everything and trying. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, that's weird shit. Well, fucking, I guess I never tried, really, so... <laughs> cool. Um, she gives you a slight smile, and she's like, I'm glad to see that your church seems so welcoming. Yes, we'd be happy to have any newcomers. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea for me, but I appreciate it. Well, it was nice meeting you. Uh, just take it into consideration. I will certainly think a lot about the things that you said. <laughs> Your god sounds interesting. Claytor was the name of it? Yes, Claytor. Isn't that the one that disappeared? Uh, yes. Uh, but he still lives on in our hearts, and we still follow his uh, teachings. Gives a kind of small smile at that, and she's like, Well, I'm not supposed to talk to people this long, so I'll be leaving you then. Um... Do you mind if I ask why? Cocks her head a little bit at you, and she's just like, it's just the way of things. Just the way of things. Well, if you have to go, then I'll let you go. Farewell. She nods and closes the door. He seems a little perplexed by, like, just the way of things. He would want to ask, but, you know, she had to go, so... She's kind of stands there confused before he leaves. I would say you would have recognized her as the person that Theo pointed out because of the symbol on her chest. Oh, yeah. He, he did. 
I think Theo actually said not to. Well, Theo said not to point. So, oops. Yeah, he's like, I'm not. Wasn't pointing. I was talking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was a friendly conversation. I wasn't pointing, so it's fine. All right, and you wander back off. Continue your clay tour talk with people, handing <laughs> out little handmade Bibles. Uh, what does everyone else do in this today? Um, I go shopping. I want to get some clothes. Okay. You looking for anything in particular or just wanted to shop in general? Uh, he was shopping just in general, just for a new outfit, a new set of clothes to put on. Uh, why don't you roll a d4 for me then? Okay. Two. Two? As you are kind of wandering around in the town, um, you do eventually, just looking around, uh, you see this person wandering about, uh, also seems to be looking for clothes. It is the woman who was running the shoe store with her mother that you and Evaith encountered while Brandy and Theo were asleep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't remember catching her name. Did he ask? She did say it. Uh, I think she did. Um, Rivera. Oh, Miss Rivera! Is that you? Raises her head a bit and looks around. Uh, and she sees you and she, she smiles and gives you a wave and she's like, Oh, hey stranger. She uh, kind of runs up there. Seems you made it into the city, okay? So did you, he says. And he's kind of looking around, and he's like, Huh, where'd you park your shop? <laughs> Outside the city. I think taking a big old shoe like that right in would look a little weird, huh? <laughs> he laughs at that. Here to sell our wares and move on eventually. What do you, what kind of things do you sell? Just shoes? <laughs> Just shoes, that's all Ma really makes anymore. Do you come here often? We travel all over. We're businesses. Hey, I'll come with you. To travel? No, uh... <laughs> around town. I can't... I can't leave. Oh, yeah. You saw her eyes kind of brighten up when you said that at first. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, <laughs> of course, that's silly. No, it's... My master, Dashi, is on trial. That's why I'm here. He uh, kind of looks away. I've been trying not to think about it today um too much but hey you know sometimes family does stuff i get it every part of me tells me that she's innocent but but what if she's not well you can still love someone who does something wrong can't you there's a lot to be said about forgiveness and giving people another chance a lot of people aren't given another chance he was quiet for a bit as he's like you know kind of absorbing what she said into his brain and he's just like my master always tells me that forgiveness is a kind of strength, too. I think it's the strongest form of strength there is. It's very easy to be angry at people and assume the worst in them. It's very hard to see past that. Think about why they do the things they do. God damn it. She's making sure we think. Because, yeah, after, you know, right after she said that, he just had, like, a flash of, uh, Mizuni and you know she's like horrible but like she has she must have a reason for doing what she does you know what I mean and Shibi kind of looks at his beast blade and he's like people have reasons for doing what they do huh everyone's got a reason for something no one just goes around and does things just for absolutely no reason you think everyone can be forgiven absolutely I think this world lacks forgiveness a lot Let's not get too philosophical, though. We're going clothes shopping, right? Yeah. Um, I know it's gonna get 
colder soon, so... Oh, yeah, I'm already dressed for that, she says, and kind of pulls at the fur collar. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Do you think I could get one of those? Well, I made this myself. You made it? How do you make that? Well, gotta go hunting. <laughs> 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 that's the first step. Huh. That seems like a great time. Let's go hunting. <laughs> no. <laughs> the shoes that I have. Can you tell your mom that I said thank you? Sure. I think she'd love to hear someone likes her shoes. He smiles again. Hey, have you heard of the knife? Cocks her head a little bit at that. Yeah, I've heard of them. They disbanded a while, though, didn't they? Uh, yeah, something like that, I think. Or went missing, or whatever people toss around, you know. Always different when you ask someone. What kind of rumors have you heard? Uh, heard a couple of them went rogue. Like the D&D class? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, they changed classes. <laughs> they decided to turn their lives around and stop being sword singers and just use knives. <laughs> She's like, did any of them work for um, King Larkspur? Most of them did, I thought. Just a couple who didn't see eye to eye with that and went off on their own. There was four, and then... What was the other one? Six, I think. Six? Six, two? No, not two, just six. <laughs> no, I mean... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> His brain fried. Wait, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, just six, yeah. Six and four? Yeah. Oh... Um. I guess they had some kind of falling out with the others when they left. Do you know anything about a um, half of a of an elven sort in the capital? I mean, I know there's one there. I don't know anything about it. Hmm. I don't think that was one of the nine swords, though. What? She shrugs. I wonder what it could be. Hmm. Well, despite being called the Nine, they only had eight swords. One of them could split theirs into two and share them. Oh, my parents. Your parents? Mm-hmm. They were part of the Nine. Seven and eight, then. He smiles. But they went missing, um, a really long time ago, so... I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I don't think anyone knows where any of them are anymore. I know something you don't. He doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he says that and then skips away. You know? <laughs> Should we, uh, you know, this is shopping, gets his stuff. She would uh, shop with you. Seems to know a lot about clothes and would point things out to you that are better deals or higher quality. Um, also haggles a bit with you when you're buying things. Someone, someone will tell you something is worth something and she'd be like, no, no, the stitching on this isn't worth that. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because he is, uh, he will, he will get swindled <laughs> and so I would say if you're getting new clothes just subtract like one gold from your inventory it's not unless you're getting something extremely fancy he's not okay then yeah and after they're done shopping he gives her a bow he's like thank you Mr. Vera for spending time with me of course well when you guys leave if you need a ride back anywhere just stop by we'll be here for a few more days outside the city but we're always willing to get up and leave whenever nothing's really holding us down anywhere Thank you so much. Of course. Love to have you for tea again sometime. You didn't really stay the first, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, Yaya was just being, um, 
cautious. It's good to be cautious, too. It's good to assume the best in people, but it's also good to make sure you're guarded yourself. You should meet Brandy. Oh, was that the one of the ones that were sleeping on your little cart? He nods. I'm sure he'd love to talk to you. <laughs> it's because of the accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do we have in common? No, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> His accent's better than yours. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she gives you she gives you a little nod, and she's like, "Sure, uh, you can. If you ever want to introduce him to me, that's fine." Like I said, just wandering around the city. And we'll be wandering around another city next week and another city the week after that, and maybe we'll catch each other again, even if it isn't here. Yeah. Well, I should go see what the others are doing. Yeah, I should go check on my mom. She tends to wander off. <laughs> she weighs at her. See you later. See ya. Again, don't be a stranger. She finds her mom face down in the ocean. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, mom, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie. Anyway, uh, what are Theo and Brandy doing? Theo wanted to spend quality time with Brandy. There, I said it. <laughs> you did it. You ripped the bandaid off. You really gave the band-aid. Off. He, wanted to, he wants to. The the premise is is like we got really close the other day. Like we got really deep. <laughs> so I'm just saying. And now we and make out. And now we kiss. <laughs> and now we make out because like we're not going to be alone like this for a long ass time. <laughs> Spend the whole day doing that. And now we fade to black? Okay, no, let's not do that. Um, There you go. (laughs) It is true, though. That's Theo's goal, though. Theo wants to fade to black. (laughs) He does want to fade to black, yes. (laughs) Don't we all? Uh, I would say Brandy does want to, um, before he does any of that, I think, go to an armory, probably. There's not like a straight up blacksmith that does weapons and whatnot, right? I would say there could be if you're looking for something. Yes. I'd like to go to a blacksmith. You go to a blacksmith. What are you looking for? Hey, uh, I'm actually curious. Do you fix weapons? Uh, there's just a, um, a dwarf man standing behind the counter looking up at you when you come in. Seems to be polishing some metal that he's been working on uh, with the fire going behind him. Yeah, we do stuff like that here. Do you work with anything like magical? It's not my forte. I don't have a lot of experience with it. Do you know anybody that does, or...? Not in this city, no. You know where I might be able to go to find somebody like that? Something fancy and high-end like that? Probably the capital. Alright. There's not a lot of people who specialize in magic items. They're not building them and repairing them and stuff like that. It's more of a fancy man's thing. Right. Okay, never mind then. Thank you. You can always wander around villages. Sometimes they've got people trying to practice trade on their own, but usually they get discovered pretty fast, and, you know, it's tempting to make a quick buck moving to the city like that. Or the capital. Right. Well, thanks for your time. Of course. If you just have any general repairs you need, I'm always open. Nah, I'm okay. Gives you a nod. Why don't you roll a d4 for me? No, I'd love to. I'd love to get attacked. One. One? You see Flynn Larkspur. Ugh. Intentionally avoids. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to have a big box of those um, black sapphires that he's carrying around. Mm. What's he doing with them? Uh, seems to be going into shops, and he leaves uh, shortly after. 
<laughs> you doing something? <laughs> I don't know if I want him to do that. What no, are you thinking think... about? Well, he doesn't like this man very much. He thinks he works with Aelia, but doesn't know anything for sure. But definitely has bad vibes about this man, so I think I'll do it. Um, I want to get within 120 feet of him. Okay. From from behind, preferably. And I want to make a constitution saving throw. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Hold on. Hold on. I need to look up my buddy. Uh, con save, you said? Yeah. Said 11. Okay. Um, I'm casting Puppet on him. On okay. a failed save, you can move the target up to its speed and direction you choose. In addition, I'm not going to move him, but in addition, you can cause the target to drop whatever it is holding. I want him to spill the sapphires everywhere. Okay. He's walking around. He does so. Uh, he He seems like... To an outsider watching, it looks like he trips, pretty much, uh, and just the, yeah. the sapphires just spill everywhere. Um, and he looks at this, and he stops for a moment, and you see actually something, like, he seems to be processing something on his face, and then he just shouts out, Oh no, I dropped all the sapphires! And you see immediately some of the tourists around the area start to pick them up. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I will walk up to him. Okay, he starts to slowly get down and be picking them up. You need help picking those up, partner? Uh, he jumps a little bit when he hears you and turns his shoulder over at you. Like, he knows something was cast on him, right? No. Doesn't say that you know. Unless he saw me, but I was specifically behind him and it's only somatic components, so. I'm in disguise also, currently. Uh, he looks up at you, seems to be startled a little bit, and is just like, Oh, sure, would love the help, thank you. Right. Who are, uh... Who are you, by the way? You had quite a little tumble there. Ha! <laughs> Just been wandering around all day, you know, doing exchanges with the locals. Exchanges? Yes, uh, just... General payment from the king for the things that they've provided over the last few weeks. Is that right? I've been hearing folks around town feel like these sapphires are kind of getting inflated for them. Oh! They ain't worth nothing anymore. Are people feeling that way? I've heard a bit of it. A bit of whispers. They're worth quite a lot. Right, but if you put a lot of them into the uh, market, then they ain't worth very much. Right? I suppose so. Why is it that you're uh, insisting people get these, just handing them out for free? We're not handing them out for free. This is again payment. Right, but again, I'm sure you understand that putting a bunch of them into the market is gonna lower the cost of them if the supply ain't meeting the demand. Well, I always trust what the king is doing and what he says, and this seems to be the best way that he's had for paying people back right now, but if it's an issue, I will certainly bring it up to him. I'm his brother, after all. Ah, you're his brother. Yes, Flynn Larkspur, hello. A pleasure. Stands up and, like, puts a hand out for you to shake. Uh, he... Hmm... Will n he just continues talking as if he didn't notice? He's like, "Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Flynn. Uh, didn't realize I was in the presence of royalty." Closes his hand a bit, not like he's mad or anything. That at least that you can tell, still smiling, and puts it back down and leans back down to start picking up sapphires, uh, and is just like, "Well, yes, you know, that whole adoption process with the king sometimes word doesn't get out all the way." Hmm. Do you want to use adopted, or...? I am. It's a custom. A custom? Yes, they always adopt a human into the kingdom. 
Why is that? A show of good faith. A show of good faith? That seems like a strange tradition. It's just been going on for centuries. I see. Uh, I will help him scoop a couple more into the box. It's to show that anyone can be royalty and anyone can be anything if you put your mind to it, or you have family in high places <laughs> willing to make that exchange. Right. Of course. Uh, yeah, he will help him. Am I getting... What kind of vibes am I getting off this dude this whole time? Uh, you can roll an inside check. Yeah, what kind of vibes is this motherfucker putting out there? Attitude of that, so 17. 17, let me roll something. Seems to be generally positive. Okay. Yeah, he just assists in the picking things up. It's like, well, you, uh, have a good day. You too, thanks for the help. Of course. We'll say, seemed kind of weird that you just shouted it out like that. That you dropped your sapphires. In the moment, you know, just got, whoa, valuables flying away like that. Right, of course. Just, you know, a little bizarre. Just a slip of the tongue. Of course. Have a good day. Gives you a nod. He will continue on his way. Gotcha. Go be gay with Theo. I go be gay with Theo. Yeah, Theo is waiting. <laughs> he, d- he doesn't leave. <laughs> He's like, when this, when this man comes back. <laughs> he is waiting a seductive outfit. Hello? No, you know what? <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> Shana, what the fuck? What? Theo is getting it. <laughs> Sorry, Theo wants to get it. He wants to get. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is he just in like tank top and like booty shorts? <sighs> yes. All right. <laughs> That's his pajamas anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Brandy will return to the inn. You see that sexy thing on the bed? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> god. Uh, Brandy will enter the room, see Theo, and be like, "You never uh, change out of your pajamas, there, partner." He's sitting on the bed. <laughs> what? He's sitting on the bed with like flower petals around him. <laughs> Not literally. I mean, if he went would... that far, he'd pick up on it. But like, I don't know how far Theo went exactly. I don't know what Theo is doing in this situation. He's playing that song. Uh, like, he doesn't have... <laughs> He can't. Anyway. Um... He has one of the staff members doing it outside the room. Brandy just passed by like, wow, that's weird. And then enters and he's like, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Theo's like, I was just thinking, I don't know, we came really close the other day and we're not going to be alone for a while. And I was just thinking. <laughs> kind of cocks his head to a side, the side for a minute. He's like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. We ain't going to be, uh. Probably ain't gonna have private rooms for a while, I suppose. Nods. Yeah, and he will put his stuff down and be like, no, I don't think uh, he'll say anything, really. We don't have to go any further. That's okay. Okay, we fade to black. <laughs> yeah. My bus open the door is like, hello, Theo and Brandy. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> if I just opens without knocking, goddamn, yeah. that would be the absolute worst. I'm sure Brandy, like, super locked it. Like, he was, like, knowing those shit. Super locked it, yeah. He moves furniture in front of the door. <laughs> God. All right, and we start to go into the evening at that. Uh-huh. 
and I'm assuming you guys meet up to go see if Fisk is at the shore. Yes. Yeah. Wow, Theo, you're glowing. <laughs> no! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you do not receive this. <laughs> he is in a good mood, though. So, <laughs> so yeah, you guys go up to the shore um, and wait for a while. And it takes a bit. It takes a while. You see in the distance that uh, glowing green ship again. Um, loud splashing every now and again. The call of the sirens kind of filling the air once again, quieter than before. And eventually you see a tiny boat making its way towards shore uh, with Fisk sitting inside, kind of standing out as he's like glowing against the water. And the boat docks and he just stares for a very long moment at the dock. Shuey's waving at Fisk like... Fisk, jumps Fisk. and jumps so bad. <laughs> you made it. He's still just in the boat, staring at the dock. Has not made a move to get out. Avias will hold his hand out and speak unusually quietly, and he'll be like, "It's good to see you, Fisk." Looks at you, looks at your hulking form, and very hesitantly takes your hand. And Avias will try to get him onto the dock if he can. Um, it feels like his hand is solid, but the second he steps onto the dock, your hand goes through his. He still appears to be here, but seems to be kind of like flickering. Uh, he's, yeah, it's like, I guess my hand wasn't that helpful. You smited him! <laughs> Here's a question. Fisk, could you get back in that boat for a second? Blinks at you, and looks at the boat, um, gets back in, seems to become solid again. I want to drag the boat closer to shore. Uh, you do so. Hey, Vi, if you want to come help me pick this boat up out of the water, I want to see something. Sure. He will just trust Randy's judgment and not question it. <laughs> I want to him and Vi have to move the boat out of the water onto land. Um, he appears to stay solid. There we go. All right. Seems like you can. As long as you're on a boat of some kind, you stay here with us. Blinks and looks around. That's pretty useful. It's going to be a pain in the ass to carry a boat around, but... Leviath has levitate. A Leviath has levitate. Leviath yeah. does fucking have levitate. <laughs> it would be a pain in the ass to carry a boat around, if not for... Looks to Leviath. Hestia. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Hestia. <laughs> uh, or your levitate spell, but sure, Hestia. Oh, I suppose the levitation would be easier. Yeah, and wouldn't take ten minutes. <laughs> well, she's at the stable now, but I guess it would take ten minutes to walk there either way. And he begins to levitate the boat. Okay, so he can move the boat side to side using his new ability, or can he only freely fly if it's himself? You. The flying is you. It is only you. Okay, so that the flying is... is only me. Yeah. Um, in that case... Yeah, he levitates the boat, the boat, and then just pulls it like a shopping cart, I guess. <laughs> like a shopping cart, like a <laughs> balloon. If you tie a string to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could use your rope and tie it to like a part of the boat. That's particularly useful. Uh, Fisk, would you mind answering uh some questions for me? Looks at you and immediately is nervous. Well, is there a reason you're so nervous about these questions, partner? 
looks down into the boat. What's, uh, what's that mean? Does not answer. <clears throat> hmm. Are you scared of getting closure, maybe? Does not answer. Like, maybe if you do find out what happened, you might pass on. There's a long pause, and he shakes his head no. Cock's head to the side. Then what are you uh, worried about, Dan? You can roll an insight check. Okay. Okay. Ugh, 11. It's hard to read. You mind speaking up, partner, or...? Does not speak. I'd rather not have to use a spell to have to communicate with you. I would appreciate it if you could talk with us. Just turns his head away from you. <sighs> Folds arms. Uh-huh, uh. Hey, Fisk, do you like music? He jumps when you speak um, and looks over at you. I can play you a song. I've gotten a lot better since the last time you saw him. Slow nods. <gasps> yeah. Well, Shuey is going to... He'll take out his flute. That's small enough. So he takes out his flute and he begins a performance for Fisk to kind of make him relax. It seems like he is growing more uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> she's like, oh, sorry. Um, I can play loot. If... So he kind of like looks awkwardly to um, Theo, like, did I do something wrong? Um... Honestly, Theo doesn't know what to do in this situation. He's, he's <laughs> he shrugs his shoulders. Nah, it's like his opinion is like pushing him isn't gonna do anything, and if he's not responding well to something, then probably don't continue to do it. But like, he's also standing right there, <laughs> <laughs> and Theo's not gonna be like talking about him while he's right there. I guess he'll just be like. Um, perhaps he doesn't like, um, that particular song or sound. I don't know. Shui looks a little dejected, just a tiny bit, but he puts away the flute. And he's like, um, well, what do you want to do, Fisk? Just kind of sits in the boat and looks around. Uh, does anyone have pen and paper by any chance? <laughs> he looks at you when you say that and he shakes his head no, as in like he doesn't want that. Do you just not want to communicate with us or? Looks down into the boat. You can shake your head yes or no. Shakes his head no. Um, well, maybe just a tour of the town will lighten the mood. We can walk him around. Sounds like it could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking floating boat with a ghost child yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prop. Fuck yeah, dude. Everyone's like, this is performance art. We're doing a performance. <laughs> it's performance art. 
He does seem to perk up a little bit at that idea. So, which way he wants to do that? Yeah, Havayat is in favor of it. I mean, if someone's against it, he'll be like, maybe disguising them. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try and disguise a ghost? <laughs> just, they just throw a sheet on him. <laughs> Theo smiles at the the fact that the ghost child wants to do something or is approving, I guess. So he's for it. Uh, he would have been. So he looks like he's about 17, but he would have been um, way older than that now, obviously, because um, he was 17 when you were like six, Shuey. So just for comparison. So he kind of um, gives him a tour of the place, and you know they pass by like their hotel or you know the and they're staying, and he's like, and that's where we're staying, isn't it great? Looks at it, seems curious about it. I would note seems confused about the Hall of Fame. You would know that definitely was not here before, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also feel the need to know something. Normally, levitate only lasts ten minutes. So, would the boat just drop after 10 minutes? Yep. Or is the... Oh. You, you, be careful. Don't let it fall on your head. No, the target gently floats to the ground if uh, it is still aloft. Yeah, so just remember that you can only cast that four times, so be careful about... We have 40 minutes. <laughs> Maybe we should use uh, my horse. We can balloon him to the horse. Can you imagine the sound of that boat scraping against the ground as Hestia drags it? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're putting the boat on the wagon. It's a pretty big boat. It's like, it's bigger than the wagon. Oh, shit. She <laughs> offered to have all of you in it to be able to fly, to fly, well, to go back home or to the to shore, and the wagon could only fit three people. So it's bigger than the wagon. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go around as much as the town as we can. Yeah, what are, you guys, what are you guys doing? The trial is at noon tomorrow. Going around town to try and make the boy more comfortable to talk. Okay. I would say you can roll a persuasion check. One of you. Who's got the best persuasion? Only one. Only one. Um, I mean, I feel like Shui makes the most sense because he's the one actively, like, pointing stuff out and giving the tour. Yeah. Oh, shit. I got 19 plus four. Uh, 23. Um, so yeah, you drag him across the town. Um, oh, sometimes during the time where it stops, the you drag him across. <laughs> well, you float him and sometimes yeah. drag him. Um, <laughs> uh, anyone who's out for the night, kind of. Well, there's like a like like a stereotypical like old man with like a nightcap and lantern. He's like walking around in the night. Sees like this ghost child in the boat. Like drops the lantern and runs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hobbles back into his house. Um, <laughs> And you're going, oh, oh, oh. Um, but yeah, every, uh, that happens every now and again. Uh, different old men. Leviathan would scream at them, no need to be afraid, it's just a costume. <laughs> but they run away anyways, I guess. <laughs> it's just an abomination to society. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, after, at the end of the night, when you guys are kind of getting ready to, I guess, uh, either settle down to wait for the trial or just get ready in general, um, or just recharge so Vyath can fucking lift the boat up again. Uh, he tugs at one of your sleeves a little bit, um, and, like, is trying to get you to get closer to him. Oh. Uh, he does so. He gets closer. Um, and he's whispering very, very low, so the others, uh, couldn't hear. And he's just like, I don't want to hurt you. 
Should we just... His eyebrows kind of... I don't know. Assume a sad position. They kind of droop. <laughs> um, and he's like... What? What do you mean? Um, and he kind of looks back into the boat. And he's just like, I'll talk at the trial. Will you really? Sure. Oh, thank you so much. Will Marsh be there? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I haven't seen her in a while either, to be honest. But if it's your trial, or if you're involved, then I don't see why she wouldn't be. Gives a slow and hesitant nod. <laughs> Shuri smiles. <laughs> He's like, hey, are you hungry? Looks back up at you sadly. <laughs> Shuri. What? He probably can't eat. Oh. Sorry. But you wouldn't mind if we eat in front of you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a sandwich from nowhere and just starts like... <laughs> Meanwhile, we're gonna have a picnic. Yeah. You just sit tight. <laughs> As he's like saying, like, you don't mind if we everyone just starts pulling out food and... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just eat your share for you. It's all right. After that exchange, you guys um, are going to have a little bit of time to get ready before the trial. Before it starts, uh, you would have been given the information, I would say, to where you are supposed to go, what time you're supposed to be there, um, and all that. So you guys just drag this boat uh, to the house or to the to the courthouse. Um, there are two guards um, stationed outside. The ones that you saw that had been with uh, the woman that you saw before with the eye on her chest. And they are kind of waiting and they see you approaching Shui and kind of give a nod and look towards the others and are like, are you coming to observe, to be witnesses? Yeah, we got a witness. Looks at the boat. What are you doing? Are you, you can't take a boat into the courthouse. We can. It's important that we do. Raises an eyebrow. All the witnesses that are needed were called. Wouldn't you think that the victim would be a good witness to have? The victim looks at the him again. Is that a ghost? Might be. Did you go- You wanted answers and we got some answers. One of them looks to the other uh, and then- uh, quickly goes inside the courthouse and you all wait for a few moments um, before eventually they come back out and they were and they're just like the judge says we can add them to the order they will just be put at the end gotcha and they open the doors to allow you guys to go inside Shui's last to go inside he's very nervous I will wait with Shui you okay partner why am I nervous Randy, why am I nervous? It's uh, nerve-wracking, for sure. Sometimes it's scary to think that people might not live up to your expectations. Or to find out that people you know have done bad things. But it's important that those bad things come out so you can paint an accurate picture of how you feel about that person. Doesn't mean it has to change how you feel about them. Just you should have the whole picture. All right. 
It'll be okay. Like I said, if things go bad, we'll break her out. He like nudges him playfully. I'll show you takes a big breath. <gasps> <laughs> Try not to worry too much. Have faith in Master Dashi. Okay. He says. Yeah. I'll show you guys inside. I'll follow. You go inside? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you guys enter the room. You see Dashi currently um, on the right side of the room, standing behind a counter, sitting in a chair. And you see a familiar face uh, that you haven't seen in many years uh, at this point, Shui. Mm-hmm. And then everybody watches as we drag a boat inside. And everybody's yep. like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, they sure are wondering what the hell is happening right now. We ain't your average uh, witnesses. Uh, you see Marsh, Marsh standing behind on the opposite side. She is a sea elf dressed in white with blue hair and eyes and kind of a greenish tint to her skin. Oh. Uh, and you also see this woman, the four-eyed Asmer that you talked to earlier, Aviath, sitting behind um, a very long table that looks like it normally would house three people, uh, but she's the only one behind it. On, in front, uh, in the very back of the courthouse, on the opposite side of where Dashi is, uh, that's where Marsh is seated. And next to Marsh, there is this woman, the head priestess of the Church of Dara that had cast Water Walk on all of you when you had prayed in her church. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. And they seem to look at you curiously. The uh, judge behind the counter is just like, we were told you brought a witness. We did. She glances at him and she's just like, I'm not sure if my spark will work on the undead. I have something that could help. We've added him to the order to speak. Gotcha. Looks uncomfortably at her, but doesn't say anything. And you see the um, the woman that you had met at the church, who's standing next to Marsh, uh, walk over behind the counter. Um, and you see that judge put her arms out and she undoes the clasps around her arms. And then she kills us. <laughs> and she seems to be kind of like feeling where the cuffs had been. Let's out a shaky breath. Um, and then turns back towards everyone else. And is just like, all right, let's get this started. Remember our system. There are penalties and there are reductions. Some things cost more than others. So let's start with the first. Um, and you all feel kind of like this wave of energy pass over you and you can roll a wisdom save she would note as this wave of energy passes over you she's like you are free to resist but that will be a 10 point penalty if you do oh well Aviath has his aura protection up I don't know if he can deactivate it <laughs> I mean we don't have to roll as well you can choose to fail mm-hmm. Aviath chooses yeah. to fail I'm just saying if anyone wants to resist yeah Brandy will choose to fail he doesn't have anything to hide here as far as he's aware but also there was a part of him for a minute like, I don't want to be able to only tell the truth around this woman who has the thing on her chest, but I'm going to do it anyway, I guess. Well, you guys aren't on trial, technically. I know, but if something just suddenly asked for whatever reason. <laughs> yep. She's going to resist. Mm, bad boy, yeah. bad boy. Dashi told him to. I rolled an 18. I hit him in the 18. back of the head so he fails. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 18 plus 1. Plus four. And uh, she got a 24. Oh my god, you fucking liars. 
I got a 23. Oh my god, like, mastered like student! If that doesn't spell guilty, like, immediately, like, how the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, oh, you resisted, so you're planning to lie here. Gotcha. You're going to jail now. You do see the judge turn her head very quickly in the direction of Shui and Dashi and be like, that's 20 penalty points right off the bat. Shui. Shui just looks determined. He's like, Master Dashi didn't do it. And then she hesitates for a moment, seems to cock her head curiously in confusion, looks towards Fisk. 30. Shoots a look at the fucking ghost. He looks incredibly nervous. Looks like it does work on the undead. <sighs> Not a great start. Yeah, I'd say so. He sits back in a chair. And she kind of looks out towards everyone and is just like, Today we are here to talk about the unjust murder of Fisk Shellwood. And she looks over towards the ghost that you have brought in. Um, and is just like, A child claimed to have been involved in the plot to assassinate King Larkspur, who was killed by Dashi before facing official trial at the Prime Capital. We have started, and we have three who have resisted Zone of Truth. I would like everyone to keep that in mind moving forward with the trials. And she gestures towards Joshi, and it's just like, you can go ahead and step up and state your case before we bring up any witnesses. And Joshi hesitates for a moment before coming out in front of the desk that she is at. And it's just like, I know that I haven't been a part of the Green Flower Guard in a very long time. I stepped down over a decade ago to focus all my efforts on training Senkai and Sumi's son. I know there are still tensions about me leaving my post in the city, but I promise you, I was not at the docks that evening, and I did not kill Fisk Shellwood. I concur. No. <laughs> she didn't say that. He didn't Objection! That <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why did she say that in the Wyatt's voice? I concur. <laughs> He's saying it in the voice of someone who didn't fail, so it looks real. <laughs> or who, who did fail, yeah. Um, and then she steps back behind the desk. And um, she kind of gives a nod at that. Well, why don't we just continue with that then? Um, she looks towards Marsh after that, and it's just like, Marsh, why don't you step up? You're the first witness. Um, and she steps out, looks towards Shuey, and just gives a very angry look at him as she steps um, up to the stand. Confused look, effect. <laughs> and to her, uh, the judge asks... Where were you on the night Fisk Shellwood vanished? Um, and she answers, I was at home with my parents. We were preparing to flee after their plans were discovered. But I didn't know that was why. Fisk said he was going out for the evening, and then he never came back. And the judge says, Where was he going? And she answers, He said he was going to the docks to meet with someone. He didn't say who. Um, and the judge says back, And why do you believe it was Dashi who killed him? And she says, there were reports of a fisherman in the area that they saw her on the docks, and I did see Fisk leave that night. And she's just like, and why didn't you request the fisherman as a witness then? Uh, and Marsh answers, he was one of the victims who were called away into the sea in the past few months, so I couldn't find him. Then why did you request Shui as a witness? Um, and she answers, uh, there were reports that he was at the docks. Objection! <laughs> okay. Looks to Shui. 
He doesn't know. Oh, yeah, that they word. look to Shuey. <laughs> no, he doesn't know that. Oh, he, he doesn't. Okay. I mean, Brandy looks to Shuey oh, regardless. Yeah. But wait, okay, but he will. He will probably pipe in. He just won't say objection. That's not true. Says the person who resisted my zone of truth. See, that's why you always tell the truth, Shuey. <laughs> uh, and she looks. She looks towards everyone in the courtroom. Um, and it just. Uh, it's just like. We are free to open it up now if anyone else would like to ask Marsh questions. I have a question. You see Marsh immediately shoot you a look again. <laughs> How do you know Fisk even went to the docks that night? Because he told me he was going and I saw him go. That doesn't mean he went there. He could have gone somewhere else. There were reports that said he was at the docks. Reports from people who are dead now. She looks at you and you can see her kind of like sneer at that. And she's just like... I don't know what you expect me to say. There are many eyewitnesses, even if they aren't here today. And you're technically an eyewitness, but you were the one who resisted. Because Master Dashi did not kill Fisk. Um, Dashi hesitates for a moment and speaks up and is just like, I would never kill a child. And then the judge looks to Dashi and is like, do you have any questions for Marsh then? And Dashi hesitates and is just like, no, I don't. If there are no more questions for Marsh, then she can go back behind to her side. Where have you been all this time? Why are you just now showing up? She looks to you again, very mad at that, in jail. Oh. (laughs) 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 He's saying that. No. He's like, oh. I was thought to be a conspirator with my parents, even as a child, and they took me in to jail with them. And I was only just now released after this judge stepped forward with this spark and it was fully proven that I did not. Shui just kind of stares at her and then he sits down with a huff. (sighs) No further questions, your honor. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see Marsh step back behind um, going over to where the, uh, uh, the priestess is who kind of gives her a tiny pat on the shoulder at that And then the judge looks to Dashi and is just like, you can come up and talk for a bit more. I have some questions for you. And Dashi hesitates before coming up to the stand as well. Uh, The judge just says, where were you on the night Fisk Shellwood vanished? And she answers, I was at home with Shui in Moonfoam. We were reading stories about the Nine that evening. And the judge says, Moonfoam is at least a day's travel from here. Do you have anyone to confirm your alibi? Yes, Shui was with me, but anyone else? No, I don't. And then um, at that, the judge turns to everyone and is just like, we're opening up questions, if anyone has any. And Marsh stands up and is just like, I have no questions for you. You'll just lie. And sits back down. Objection! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have a couple of questions, if you wouldn't mind. Brandy. Uh, the judge nods to that. He stands up and walks over to Dashi. Dashi, are you, um... What do you specialize in? What type of... Do you specialize in any kind of magic or anything like that? I am a fighter. Do we have anybody who can confirm that? What, what should we know? Um, you would know that, um... She is a fighter. As far as you know, she's a samurai fighter. Shui says, She's a samurai fighter. 
And you've never been able to cast any spells in your life, have you? No. He sighs. And you train Shui in what exactly? Just swordsmanship? Yes, primarily that was what we trained in. Primarily? What else? That was it, just... That was it. And where did Shui learn to pick up his bard's uh, abilities? He's just always been very attuned to magic. Lexus Shui. It's true. Is that true? As far as he knows, yeah. And there are plenty of people in my village that were bards too. Ah, are a lot of them friends with you, Dashi? Some of them. I'm well liked in most cities that I go to. So I've heard I met a, uh, a sword singer recently that seemed to speak very highly of you. And if that's the case, if you are popular, especially with bards and whatnot, you know the spell modify memory, I assume. I know of it, yes. Is there any way that Shui could have come in contact with someone who might have cast that on him? I don't think so. Uh, I remember if my memory was modified, Randy. I'm kidding. You would not. (laughs) (laughs) Does that sound true? Um, To Shui, yes. Yeah, he just like looks her over. And is like, is there a reason you lied to me in the jail when we were talking? She looks at you and squints. I didn't lie. You did. If you had nothing to hide, why'd you feel the need to resist the spell? Force of habit. Force of habit? This feels like a real bad time to fall into habit when it's your life on the line, potentially. She kind of grits her teeth at that. Feels like it might be a little bit more than a force of habit. She does not answer you. Right. Uh, he'll just walk away and be like, I don't have any more questions. Very well. Uh, the judge gestures for her to return to her seat and then looks to Shui. Shui, why don't you come up? She, uh, looks at his friends before he, uh, takes the stand. Leviath gives an encouraging thumbs up. Alright, and you step up. And she looks to you. Based on the timeline, you were somewhere between six and eight years old, somewhere in there at the time of these events. Do you have any fond memories of your master Dashi as a child? Just looking to see what kind of person you think she is. Of course I have fond memories of her. She's the one who... She taught me everything. Except bard casting. (laughs) Um, She taught me everything. She... She taught me how to put on my clothes, how to talk and, and walk, and how to fight. She told me stories about the Nine, about my parents. Do you ever remember a time before this event where Dashi showed poor judgment in regards to the law? Um, no. She, she always told me, or taught me to respect the law. And your parents were a part of the Nine, correct? Yes. Uh, And she kind of, at the end of that sentence, looks over towards the priestess, who's been kind of standing off to the side and slowly moving forward as she's been asking questions. And she stands next to the judge and looks towards Yushui and is just like, Do you believe Dashi was carrying out this act to protect your parents' reputation? 
What do you What do you mean? It was reported that Miss Marsh's family not only had plans to assassinate King Larkspur, but that they had information around your parents that could be reported as heresy by the twinkle of twilight. Do you know what these accusations of heresy were? Heresy? <laughs> Looks at Thea. What does that mean? He doesn't say that. <laughs> Shui, can you roll a wisdom say for me? No. <laughs> okay, I will. Ten. Let's roll again. That was a four. Okay. Uh, so 11. <laughs> 11. Um, so when you're very confused about that, like, heresy, like, I don't know what you're talking about, you feel your sword start to get very, very warm at your side for a moment, and you start to cough very rapidly uh, and harshly, and as you are coughing, um, a single red butterfly comes out of your mouth. Oh. Oh. Okay, that's weird. Stands up. You see both um, the priestess and the judge raise their eyebrows at that, and Shui, you answer. Uh, you start speaking, and everyone else can hear this too. It doesn't quite sound like Shui's voice coming from him, um, and he, you just hear, They did not perform heresy. And the judge behind the counter looks very confused, um, and is just like, You're sure about that? And again, without you being able to control yourself, uh, you answer back, The church may call it heresy, but they would be hypocrites. And then you seem to regain control of yourself. Okay, you'll... <coughs> I have no idea. Could it be Shui's sword? Or his god? And there's just a very, very long moment of silence um, before Marsh steps forward. It's like, I would like to ask some questions. And the judge is like, I think we all have a couple of questions. Like, what just came out of your mouth? I'm like, looking confused. Um... Where is the butterfly, by the way? Uh, it seems to have kind of rested on the desk in front of Shui, flapping its wings. Marsh steps forward to ask a question, um, and is just like, the fisherman claims you were at the docks the night my brother disappeared, were you? And again, you are about to answer, Shui, but you seem to lose control of uh, your mouth, and you answer, yes. Uh-uh. And Marsh just looks incredibly furious at that. And it's just like, and you saw what happened there that night, didn't you? And again, you answer, yes. Mm -hmm. And again, Marsh just looks very, very confused. And it's just like, well, what happened? How did Dashi kill him? And again, there is a very long pause before there is just no answer. You just don't answer for a very, very long time. But eventually you do answer. And the voice coming out of Shui does not sound like Shui at all anymore. It sounded still kind of like him a little bit, completely different now. As your sword is just kind of like on fire and you hear like a growl in your head coming from it. Um, and you hear, She didn't. I pushed his wood into the sea that night. And there is just a long moment of silence. Why? What did... What are... Shui? Lyas stands up and he's like, um, I'd like to object. There's some kind of spell or something interfering with him. They got my transformation scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, Avias, would you happen to have a spell prepared today? One called, uh, Remove Curse? Uh, I am afraid I do not. Do you ever prepare spells, motherfucker? 
I do. You motherfucker. All right. Does anybody have the spell remove curse prepared here? The judge and the priest looked at each other and shake their heads no. God fucking damn it. Um, but yeah, they just continue to like look on kind of in confusion at that. And the judge finally speaks up and is just like, Shooey, why did you kill Fisk Shellwood? And again, a voice comes out. He tried to remind me who I was. And then a just huge jumble of just complete nonsense seems to start coming out of Shuey's mouth. Like, it can, is completely incomprehensible. And as that is happening, uh, the butterfly on the desk just starts rapidly um, beating its wings. You see um, Fist kind of step forward at that, seeming to, like, also be echoing concerns of the others. And it's like, it's, it's okay, really, it's okay. Um, as he takes a step out of the boat and seems to kind of, like, be flickering a little bit as he does so. And Marsh turns towards him. She has completely avoided looking at him the entire time since you have brought him in. Um, and she just seems like she is shaking a bit in confusion to what is happening. And Shui, you seem to have regained control of yourself after that moment of you just speaking complete nonsense um, for a few moments. Does anyone speak celestial or primordial? He's an Asmer, so he knows Celestial automatically. Fuck no. Yeah, it is a mix of those two. So I would say to try and understand what Chewie was saying, you can roll either Religion or Arcana, I would say. It's probably not hard to guess which one of I it's better at. <laughs> but his intelligence is low, so 17, oh. Ooh, fuck yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so in that nonsense that you hear Chewie spewing out, you do manage to kind of piece together bits of what he is saying. Um, and you just hear them saying, um, I do not wish to return to a prison and an ocean of stars. I choose to forget who I am. And they are just repeating that over and over again. Don't wish to return to a prison of stars. He just says that out loud to himself, like pondering. That butterfly kind of picks itself up off the desk and just goes right back into Shui's mouth. Can Shui, like, speak? Yep. That... That wasn't, that wasn't me. It was a lie. I... It looks at his hands. Does this sound like familiar at all? Like a phenomena like this? Like whatsoever? I would say no. This seems very odd, very strange. Even the butterfly thing? I would say you can roll a history check or a, I would say history. I think that's the only one I can pass off. Ugh, no, eight. No, you can't remember anything. Shui said that it was a lie and stuff, but he looks like he doesn't even like fully believe it. Nobody's got greater restoration here either, do you? You are kind of saying that and speaking, but as you are asking that question, um, the priestess kind of steps forward, um, looking to uh, the judge and kind of nodding at that. And it's just like, Dashi, we have decided to pardon you. And Ashi looks, just this whole time, she has been completely silent and looking at Shui just with a very strong sense of dread on her face. And she's just like, what? And then uh, she looks to you, Shui, um, and is just like, Shui, you are to be executed for heresy against the Twilight.
Thank you to our high tier patrons, Spirit, Whamulet, Big Red Dog, Keelan, Bubby, Zachary Cook, Dion Miranda, Zab, Arceus the Druid, The Hat Man, Charles, Z, and Mr. Bakudan. I am back on the TikTok train. I know that was only a few episodes ago that it was mentioned, but I really am putting my all into making TikTok content now. Uh, and it's not just clips from the show. I also talk about D&D, DMing, and make memes in the community. It's nothing like super fancy and special, but uh, I'm having fun with it. And maybe you'll have fun too uh, if you come check us out at Chosen One's D&D on TikTok. The cast is also trying their hand at making some stuff. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of good stuff there that you can't get elsewhere. And yeah, go check us out on the Clock app and I'll see you next week, fellow Sparks. Thank you for listening. Bye.